Life Audio. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Sparkle Speak. I'm your host, Catherine. Still no theme song. Thank you for hanging in there with us on that. Hopefully it doesn't bother you too much. We are working on it. But anyhow, welcome back to another episode. Thank you for being here. I always appreciate you listeners. I am so encouraged by the stories that we feature on this podcast. We focus on sharing the stories of women who come on and share how they have discovered faith in Jesus and God and what that has looked like for them. Everyone has a unique story. Um, There's different elements of God's character that come to life in everyone's story. But the one thing that is common through each of them is God's love for us, how he pursues us, how he doesn't give up on us. And he's always there waiting with open arms for his lost children and sheep to turn back to him. Um, I just read that story with my sons this morning that we are God's sheep and he is our good shepherd when we are lost or hungry or when we need rest, he is our shepherd to guide us through all the things that we need and to keep us safe. So um, I love hearing these stories. And and today we're going to do something a little bit different. So I think this might become more of a common thing that we start doing on this podcast. I don't know what I'm going to call this segment, segment of this show. It could be like something like Catherine's Corner or something. <laughs> Just kidding. That's really corny. Um, but this episode is just going to be me sharing a little bit of what's on my heart and what's going on in my life, what God is showing me. Um, like I said, we will still primarily use this podcast for sharing um, other women's stories. It will be interview format like it has been. But I'm going to sprinkle these in just here and there as God puts things on my heart to share, um, just to kind of spice things up, keep you on your toes. Um, but anyway, we'll come up with a fun name for it. It won't be Catherine's Corner. <laughs> um, so anyhow, this will be um, just a little update and hopefully an encouragement to you where you are at, dear listener. So I will lay the groundwork for what's been on my heart lately and what God has kind of been speaking over my life. This is fresh. So, um, you know, I I don't always love to speak out of freshness. I like to let things sit a little bit and um, let some healing happen before publicly speaking on stuff. Um, but I think I felt comfortable sharing this now because even though I'm going through this currently, it's a common theme that has been happening for years now. And so it's kind of an ongoing process and something that I think many of us can relate to. So I am going to share it. Um, Essentially, what I have been feeling lately is, you know, I'm sure a lot of you have heard the spinning plates analogy. Um, I'm going off my memory, so I could be getting this a little bit, quote unquote, wrong. Um, But I, you know, there's this image that gets painted of, you know, a person trying to balance all of these spinning plates. And as we know, as humans, we only have two hands. But sometimes it can feel like we have to also use our feet and our head and our nose and our elbow to balance all these different facets of our lives that need our attention and energy. And 
I have been feeling lately, um, especially as a mom of two young kids. I have a two and a three-year-old. Um, I have just been feeling like there are so many plates to balance. Um, to name a few, and I'm sure many of you can relate or add your own to this list, but you know, I have my kids, which require a lot of energy right now. Um, they require a lot of my attention when I'm trying to um, address behaviors or their diet or their schedule or just, you know, the many, many needs that they have. That is a spinning plate. Um, my marriage, I have to keep that healthy and um, I have to give time and, and thought and intention towards that. Um, I have to support my husband where he needs support. And so that can feel like a spinning plate to keep up. Um, I have other relationships. So I have, you know, a father and a mother and other family members and friendships that I'm trying to keep healthy and alive and flowing and I'm trying to be there for them and reach out and that's a spinning plate. I have my spiritual life with God that I'm trying to invest in. So prayer time and journaling and reading my Bible, podcasting even falls into this category of ministry for me, um, going to church, um, all of that stuff that I'm I'm trying to, you know, keep my relationship with God active. I'll address that one a little more at the end, though, because I do have some specific thoughts on that. Um, and then, you know, I have work. I, I do have a job. And so I have to meet the demands and needs of an employer. And that is a spinning plate as well. Now, even if you don't have a job, I think life in general can be our job, right? You know, we have to clean a home and oftentimes feed family members, um, keep up with laundry. It, you know, the, the list is endless. So even if you don't, you know, you're not employed by an employer, I still think life in general can feel like a job. Um, and, and I think when you're trying to do a job with an employer plus life stuff, that is also really difficult to manage. So anyway, I have just been feeling this, um, you know, just very busy and, and really it hasn't been that big of a deal. It's like, this is what you do. It's all good. Like it's all good things and I'm happy to do it. And I've been managing it. It's been hard, but I've been doing it. And recently I would say within the past couple months, some of my plates have just been dropping <laughs> and, um, like to the point of like, they fell to the floor and they cracked, and or shattered and i had to say whoa how did that happen like clearly that plate was not getting managed very well and so i readjust and i make adjustments and and what i've been noticing that i've been doing is i overcorrect i'm like okay this plate cannot get cracked again so i need to elevate this one and so i start like really really focusing all my time and attention and efforts on like keeping this plate good but then all of a sudden a different plate will crash and it's like oh yeah i wasn't you know giving enough to that plate now and so it's this juggling act that has just been incredibly overwhelming uh, overwhelming and i have reached a point several times the past few months where i have just felt like wow i failed like 
I let that plate crash and you know, these people suffered as a result or this happened as a result and it's my fault. And if only I could have been better at balancing and if only I could have been better at taking care of that plate. Um, And I just feel this um, tremendous guilt and overwhelm because I feel like I have too many plates. <laughs> If I'm being completely honest. And um, so it brought me to this interesting place recently. And again, I'm still working through this. um, But I hope this encourages someone else who might be feeling these similar things as well. Um, One thing I had to realize is that God's grace covers it all. And even when I let a plate crash to the floor and it shatters... God has promised us that he will bring beauty from ashes, especially for those who turn to him, those who call him Lord, those who believe in him. And I know that I am not perfect. I know that I make a lot of mistakes and I am selfish sometimes. And, um, you know, I have sin in my, in my life and in my heart And obviously, um, you know, I don't deserve good things when that's the case, right? I don't deserve my plate to just be mended together and brought back to life. But that's what grace is. (laughs) It's God saying, yeah, you don't deserve it. But guess what? I'm going to cover you anyway because I'm a good father and I love you. And so um, I just have been resting in that grace lately. Um, oh, goodness gracious, I'm getting emotional. Um, but just to know that like even when I fail, even when I make a mistake, like his grace is there. And I think so often, you know, I, I think back to my childhood and, you know, maybe mistakes I made as a kid or or even mistakes um or oversights, I should say, on like my caregivers parts or whatever um, that led me to do certain things or experience certain things or whatever. And it's like, even in those mistakes or shortcomings, God's grace was there. And I see it unfold in my past. I see how it unfolded in my past. And I'm confident that it's unfolding now. And it will continue to unfold in my future. So I think just being reminded of that, that when a plate falls, God's grace covers it. It's going to be okay. And it kind of releases some of that control too of like, oh, I have to have this together because if I don't, it's all going to come crashing down and it's all my fault. And it's like, just release that, release that pressure. Um, That's what God is telling me to do. So I hope that that encourages you a little bit today. Another thing, um, I was laying awake one night and I just was feeling, again, just this like shame of like, you can't do it all, Catherine. Like, and I think the voice of the enemy was telling me that other women can though. Like he was like, you, you know, look at your kids. You failed them in this way a couple weeks ago. And then you got that together, but then your job suffered. And then you're going to get that together, but your marriage is next because 
you can't do it all because you're not good enough because you don't have enough energy. You don't manage your time well and you don't have what it takes. And I was, I I thought about that. And then I was like, you know what? First of all, I know that's not the voice of my father who loves me. And I knew that was the voice of the enemy just trying to bring me down. So I just rebuked it. But then I had this secondary thought of like, you know what? Yeah, I can't do it all. But also, I was never supposed to. I was never expected to. Because God always said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And so God just let that flood through my heart of like, yes, you can't do it all, Catherine. You have a tremendous amount of responsibility on your plate right now. You have two little lives in your care and responsibility to shepherd. And that is a huge responsibility. You have a job. You have a home to care for. You have a husband to pour into. You have a lot going on. And guess what? You were never meant to do it by yourself. And so that just really uh, filled me as well of like, yeah, I can't do it, but with God, I can. And the, the next verse he laid upon my heart was with God, all things are possible. All things are possible. And, you know, that's a verse I, I always think of um, Bethany Hamilton. Um. Bethany Hamilton, she had a movie and they really focused on her favorite verse that got her through her amputation of her arm where she, you know, had to relearn how to live life and to surf with one arm. And the verse, I don't know if this was the exact verse, but I know in Matthew 19, 26, it says, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. And that verse came upon my heart next, which was like, yeah, Catherine, this task feels impossible. Balancing all of these things feels impossible. All of this is a lot to ask of anybody, but with God, it is possible. And that just really filled me up too, because um, again, a verse I had heard over and over again, so many times throughout my life. And I think sometimes with the verses we hear all the time, it can be easy to kind of overlook them as cliche or like, okay, yeah, with God, all things are possible. Like, sure. How does that really apply? But that one, the Holy Spirit just really brought that one to life for me um, where it's like, yeah, this looks impossible, but trust me, we can do this. Don't do it alone. Do it with me and we'll get through it. <laughs> um, so that was huge, 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 huge. And then the third thing, one of the last things I'll share in this episode, I opened up my Instagram, which interesting topic. I'm still processing this. I have been feeling lately like maybe I need to take a step away from social media in this time when I feel very overwhelmed because I don't want to look at other people's highlight reels and feel like I'm not measuring up. I don't always feel that way when I'm on social media, which is why I haven't really given it up yet. But it is something I am thinking about doing to see if it helps with um, some of these feelings. But 
anyhow, God actually used Instagram to speak to me and to minister to me um, in this, this night that I was wrestling with these thoughts. I couldn't sleep. So I opened up my phone and I came across a post that a girl I used to do ministry with at Michigan State had posted. Um, I need to give her credit, so I will ask her if she wants me to to use her name. But she posted something about how <laughs> she was trying to do a devotional with her kids at the table. And her younger one was crawling on the table and... Uh, I just not listening or paying attention or something to that extent. And um, she was trying to, you know, read this devotional and teach her older one a lesson. And she said she just kind of felt like, what is going on? Like, I'm trying so hard. And is like, is this even working? Like, why am I trying? Like, what is, are, are good things coming from this? And First of all, I can relate to that so much because I've had those own moments with my kids with devotionals. Um, but I also related to it in terms of like just trying to do all the things, trying to, you know, balance all the plates and feeling like you're failing, feeling like plates keep falling. And you're like, what am I even doing here? Like, um, this this is gonna get really dark, but I I had moments where it's like am I just wasted space? Like if I can't do this, like what am I doing here? Like, am I even good enough to be a wife and a mom and, you know, a employee and all these things because I can't do any of them right. I can't do any of them well. Um, And that again, lie from Satan, totally, totally, totally. But anyway, this is, you know, I related to what she was saying and she basically said that <clears throat> one thing that God has really been speaking on her her life is that, you know, the parable of the fish and the loaves. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. It's in Matthew 14, 13 through 21, where Jesus feeds the 5,000. I'm going to read it real quick. It says, when Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, this is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. 
Bring them here to me, he said, and he directed the people to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up twelve baskets of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men, besides women and children. So what what my you know my friend was posting about was we give god what we have and if he doesn't produce a miracle if he does not bless what we give him it won't be multiplied it won't be enough but with him all things are possible it's possible to feed 5000 men from 5 loaves of bread and 2 fish Completely impossible with man, but completely possible with God. And so as you think about all of your plates that you're balancing, and when you think about all the plates that have fallen in the past or you feel like are about to fall, don't lose hope. Trust that God will take care of them, that he can do it, that you can't keep them all spinning and up in the air, but he can. Um. And so lean into that hope today and go to him, ask him specific prayers about the plates that need, need help. (laughs) Um, That's what I plan to do today because Lord knows I need it. I absolutely need it. And I will say this again, for the plates that have fallen, for the plates that will fall, don't panic. Don't lose hope. God's grace will cover those plates. It might not look perfect. It might not be what you had wanted. It might not be what he wanted, but he will bring beauty from ashes, especially to those who come to him and who have good intentions and hearts that aim to please God. We are not going to be perfect at that, but when we when we really desire that, I think he honors it and I think his grace covers us. Um, one last thought I have, I mentioned earlier that one of the plates I feel like I'm balancing is my spiritual walk. And I feel like we talk about this a lot on this podcast, but I don't believe that that's checking off boxes of like, did you read your Bible today? Did you go to church this week? Did you say your prayers at night? I think it's more about an active real, alive relationship with Jesus. And so when I say, I feel like I have this plate, it's like, just like I have a plate dedicated to my spouse, where I feel like I need to give him my time and energy and attention. I also have a plate for Jesus where I feel like I want to give him my time, energy, and attention. And so While it's not like this specific thing that I feel like I have to do, it's something that I want to do and something that I feel like if I'm going to get through the hardships of life, I really do need him desperately. And so one thing I've been struggling with lately as a mom is the time. Um, It's like, when do I find the time to meet with Jesus? And I think God has been giving me a lot of insight lately into the fact that when I play worship music in the car with my kids, when I do their little kid devotionals with them, 
when we pull out a Christmas card from the pile to pray for a family, um, that's, that's worship. That's praise. That's investing in my relationship with God. And even though it might not look the way I wanted to, or the way I'm used to, um, it's still something. It's still my little loaf of bread and fish. <laughs> God is saying, I'll multiply it, Catherine. I will multiply it. Whew, I don't know why I'm getting so emotional. It's just a very real, uh, you know, topic, something that I'm definitely, definitely going through right now and feeling the weight of. And so God is just so good. Um, this is an example of like when we come to him with our struggles and hardship, he really does speak to us. He really does um, try to cover us with his peace. So anyone listening to this today, if you are feeling overwhelmed by your plates, pause. Remember, all things are possible with God. Apart from him, you can do nothing. But with him, all things are possible. Give him your five loaves of bread and your two fish and trust that he will multiply it into something so much greater than you could have imagined. And know that when you fail, when things fall through the cracks, God's grace will cover you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Sparkle Speak. As always, you can head over to lifeaudio.com and find more podcasts just like this one. You can also go to sparklefaith.com where you can find our um, account on social media and more information about Sparkle. And if you look in our show notes, there is a form where you can submit your own faith stories to be featured on our podcast. We would love to hear from you. As always, please rate, subscribe, share this with people you think would benefit. We love this community we are building here. Here. Please go in peace. Hello, this is Dr. Doug Grothuis, host of Truth Tribe, where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most. And we are not tribal since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.